Skatchel. Ominous. Don't call it a comeback. different what the music oh yeah oh god yeah no what was what was all that about we've gone and done changed it it's a bold new direction for the <laughs> for the second season that you know if i'd been a little bit more on the ball i might have done it for the first episode <laughs> nah we had to we had to wait until fridgy gave us a song to work with and give us a song he did christ he's, he's even more he's even more woven into the dna of this show now isn't he he's the furniture in the we have no cares living room we're yes. never getting rid of fridgy never Damn. Well, on the edge of complete despair, I'm Nicole Hay. I'm Robert Borthwick. And we are, we're back after some very boring issues kept us away for a couple of weeks. We're going to round up. How many games? Three games? Three games. Three whole games. Three, Three games. whole games, none of which I attended. Oh, shit. Yeah, of course. I attended one of the well two. Well done. Yep. Yeah. So expect the, the same informed <laughs> debate and reasoned... The music may change. The analysis will not. <laughs> no. <laughs> New season... Same people. Yeah, uh, and it's just me and Robert for further boring reasons. But yeah, um, so... <laughs> That's the end of that. <laughs> well, welcome to your bang average podcast. Um, so where do we start? We start at Dundee. We do, yeah. Yeah, we start at Dens Park. Mm. All, those, all those weeks ago. <laughs> all those weeks ago against uh, one of the other forum teams... In the yeah. division, uh, our, our title rivals, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, uh, fat Paul Hartley's fat men. Yep. <laughs> I love the way Paul Hartley's swollen these days. Ah, he's, yeah, he's just, he's, just, he's just sort of gone, well, I don't need to run about anymore. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy these uh, Dundee takeaways a bit too much. Yeah, I mean, I it's, it. it's, uh, it's very much the same process that Chris Boyd's gone through, except Chris Boyd <laughs> is still technically a professional football player. Jamie Hamill went through that process at 22, to be fair. <laughs> he's never looked back. Uh, no, because he can't, can't have his neck. I can't around. fucking wait until we play Kilmarnock. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, I'm, I, that's that's the one I'm looking for on the fixture list. I can't, Celtic, de- like. I can't decide whether I'll like it more if uh, if we absolutely hammer them or if Hamill scores a hat trick and just gets it right off us. <laughs> like that, that'll be spectacular in its own way. That'd be such a fucking Hamill thing to do <laughs> as well, wouldn't it? Just despite us, he turns out to be fucking Maradona, <laughs> the bastard. Um, yeah, Gary Locke thumping his Kilmarnock badge on the sidelines <laughs> with Dale Carrick weeping into his uh, hamstring injuries. Poor Dale. Poor Dale. Poor Dale. Um, I am deeply upset for Dale Carrick. So am I, yeah. yeah. I'm really sad he left, but at the same time it's maybe not looking like the worst move on Hart's part. But. So, thank you for joining us here on We Have No Pies, the Kilmarnock podcast. <laughs> uh, but yes, Dundee. Uh, and this was, this was uh, the latest round of uh, Robbie Nielsen over-tacticing himself. Yeah, he just kind of... I don't know. He did it... No one can call a Robbie Nielsen lineup from one week to the next anyway. Um, he tried something in the first half, uh, a midfield diamond with Ali Uzturk at the... The, the base. The base. And then Walker in behind. At the point. In be- yep. <laughs> and then um, uh, Wabin and Gomez as... Uh, facets. Yeah, sure. Pivots. Um, uh, well, Carrieros, uh, if you if you want to get absolutely technical about it. Absolutely don't. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we tried that for 45 minutes and we got fully, fully dicked on by a very, you know, fast, high-tempo Dundee team that 
attacked on the wings because we did not play any wingers. Which That's very meant... fast, high tempo Dundee Dick. Exactly, <laughs> quite. Um, and that you know, Juvon Oshiniwa coming in for his debut got ran ragged by Greg Stewart, who is one of the better players in the league. And Callum Patterson on the other side was, you know, whoever he was up against, some fucking guy. Um, yeah. Dundee player, probably number 11. Um, <laughs> Just the, I, like, I like all this deductive reasoning. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, similar story on that side as well. So we, yeah, incredibly lucky to go down, go, go to halftime 1 0 down and not anything more because Neil Alexander turned into Levy Ashen for 45 minutes, which kind of saved us. Yeah, that was nice of him to do that. Um, but, well, kind of continuing the story from the St. Johnson game, Levy Ashen, when things were in front of him, when things were coming in from the side, not so much. No, uh, no, I, I think he needed that after the, the St. Johnston uh, display, and mm. yeah, he's still he's still more than good enough to play in this league. The fact that people questioned it after that St. Johnston game are fucking, yeah. But the goal, Rob, the goal, the goal continued... Oh. It troubles me. It troubles me the way that we swung the ball... Well, Dundee swung the ball into the box and, you know, like, Dundee's main striker was standing in the middle of the box unmolested. Kane Hemmings is six foot three of muscle and height and aerial prowess and we all ran away from him in, in sync. I mean, everyone just went, nope, <laughs> don't need to mark this guy. <laughs> See, and that's that's the thing. It's, it's, I don't know if it's mental or organisational. I, I wouldn't thought it was organisational because we tend to be pretty well organised. But, I, you know, I'll see your six foot three of uh, muscle and height and ex-Falkirkness and, and raise you six foot two of Callum Patterson, six foot one of Ali Mushturk, six I'll, foot one of... I'll raise you a defence that had never played together before. So the organisation from a corner kick was always going to be a bit dodgy, and it was. Augustine and Rossi never played together before at second half. They were the two guys that should be organised in, in that situation. Callum Patterson looking to these guys. He did lose him. It did look like it was Patterson that lost Hemmings more than anyone else. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was It was just a, an indication of an experiment gone wrong, in a nutshell, was that goal. Because it, there was no organisation there. There was guys The who problem there is trying to conduct an experiment inside a nutshell. <laughs> This is what petri dishes are for, Robbie. This is this is why you're a football coach. Basic science, yeah, Robbie. Yeah, you're you're never going to find the cure for AIDS. <laughs> Mucking about with, well, yeah, I could have just ended that sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't expect you to keep going there. Um, <laughs> On that bombshell, Robbie Nielsen will not find the cure for AIDS. No, no, he won't. It's an exclusive. <laughs> we can tell you this. Um, yeah, so that that was uh, a bummer. Uh, yeah, good header, good finish. But I'd expect myself to score it, to be honest. Oh, would you? Yes. Well, we crawled our way to halftime then on the yeah. back of some uh, uh, nice goalkeeping. Oh, there was that one flash of Juanminas uh, towards the end of the first half. Yeah, ball in from Patterson and then he just delicately dinked it through for Jamie Walker. Who spunked it. Who put a shot straight to the keeper and then it bounced back out to him and he headed it over um, an empty net. So that's two chances to hit the goal that was... Right in front of him. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. And then Juanma missed the header from about four yards as well. So it really wasn't our half. No. Second half. Reflected, was, but reflected by the fact that we lost it one nil. Yeah, that a fair result in the first half, all things considered. Cool. Yep. Second half though, we won it two 0 so that meant we won three points. Discuss. Uh, I cannot fault any of that. That is basic maths and the rules. 
That's the Rolls Royce of football. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, who scored first, Juanma? Juanma did a Juanma thing. Yeah, he scored both. That's right, yes, he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a penalty. Yeah. Uh, for um, a Dundonian trying to pluck the ball from the sky. Can you not, do you not know who it was? Uh, oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. It was your friend and mine, Pete McJake. Yes, it was Pete McJake, you're quite right. <laughs> Yeah, him, that guy. The guy who's actually apparently a very good player for Dundee, but has been routinely shite against us <laughs> ever since he came back north. Every time he sees a Hearts player, he just falls into a puddle of goo. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. Um, woeful. Woeful against us. And he jumped right up into there and uh, tried to punch it away because... He just momentarily forgot the rules of football. Basically, yeah. 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 Um, Do you think... James McPake will tell his grandkids that he scored in a cup final. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he'd mention it? Do you think he'd sort of go, Better, Dad, you, you were a, a professional footballer. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you play any cup finals? I, I did, actually, yeah. I scored. What was the score? Go inside and play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I don't think he will. I don't think he would tell them. I don't think any Hibs player or fan has any recollection of that match. It's just a big sort of... Well, Gary O'Connor certainly doesn't, but you know that's for, <laughs> that's, that's for separate, separate reasons. reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Either concussions for crashed cars or um, the other stuff that he does. Horse tranquilizer. Sure. Yep. Yep. Um, we digress. Yeah. We do. He punched it right into the air hole and um, gave a penalty forthwith. And then Juanma stepped up and was very cool and just slotted it away. Waited for the keeper to move and um, yeah, just looked really handsome. Yeah, he, he certainly did. Yep. That's, that's how he operates. And then, see, like, I think it kind of showed a very good part, possibly my favourite part of Juan Man's game was that, because it shows the amount of jimmies that he's wrestling with <laughs> fans and opposition players alike. Because he, he sort of, you know, he, he did his wee celebration and he just turned around and smiled at the Dundee fans. As if, as if you know his selfie smile just a bit <laughs> he just he just did that and they all went fucking nuts and he's got a massive face he's got a huge it's so everywhere like it's just it just beams it, it just radiates delight it does it does and he put some great filters on those selfies as well <laughs> I'll tell you um, but yeah it's. I think that's my favourite part about him is that everyone fucking hates him already he's got a very scatchel feel to him yeah. Everyone hated Scatchel because he's he used a to filthy tell them, foreigner. He used to tell them to shut the fuck up every time he scored against them, and Wanma's kind of doing the same. Oh, he's just, great. Just smiling at them. I've got so much time for him. What a guy. Let's get him on the podcast. You speak Spanish, right? Si, tiene razón. Yeah. Um, you know what, we, what, what, what is great about Wanma, though? When he scores incredibly Juanma esque goals. Just like, like he, he did. did a few minutes after the penalty, yeah. He certainly did. Yeah, he certainly um, did. Do you, know, do you know who's what Dundee players thought it was for that one? <laughs> was it Pick McJake? No, it was Kevin Thompson. <laughs> let's let's wind that back. Yeah. Was it Pick McJake? No. Oh, on, give me this. I want it to be his fault. Can we just pen it on him some way? It Can really... we say do you think Kevin Thompson was sort of thinking, if I don't deal with this? It's got to be McPake that deals with it. <laughs> oh God, oh God, and the pressure got to him. Yeah, he basically he was being wrestled by uh, Juwan Oshaniwa and then stood up, had the ball at his feet and then didn't and then Juanma was through on goal and that's basically how it happened. Yeah, well, I mean, it, like I say, it exemplifies all of Juanma's best qualities, just alertness, he, like reading the play, being aware of what's happening around him. 
work rate to get to the ball ahead of everyone else, and then silkiness to like dance around the defender, give himself the, the bit of space to slot it coolly past the keeper, and then handsomeness, yeah. uh, which is, I feel, one of the key elements of his game because he looked fucking delicious he did. As, he, uh, as he put it in. D- yep, I can't fault any of that. He's also, he's got my favourite trait of a, a striker, which isn't the winding up, you know, that's, that's a sort of separate part. I, I like a lot about this guy, can you tell? He's, he looks like he just fucking loves scoring goals. He's got that greediness and that mm-hmm. arrogance when he gets, you know, within that, that sort of distance, he will try and stick it in the back of the net. Um, yeah, I've, I've got, yeah, yeah. Good feelings. I, I never Good get times. names on the back of my strip. I might just get Juanma 19 on the back of mine because I don't even have one yet, but when I buy one. I might just do it purely for that. Mm. I might just get a tattoo on my back. <laughs> I'm going to get a, a strip with one on the back, but not like across the shoulders. I'm going to get like it written down for every time he gives me a nice thought. Oh, so right. I'll just have like, you know, a little thought and just like have it all made up. Like the, like the uh, Foundation of Heart strip that's getting made. Yeah. Just, just like Juanma all the way down <laughs> my back. Do it. Honestly, yeah. no one will look at your judgment. Sponsor on the front, Juanma. <laughs> Save the Juanmas. <laughs> Juan and the Flanders. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, I think I must have um, channeled the spirit of Friggy while I was watching the highlights when we were just sort of remembering this because I just found myself sort of chanting Juan Ma, 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 Juan Ma. There's no payoff to this, you just keep no. going forever. Juan Ma, Juan Ma, Juan Ma. It's a train. Juan Ma, 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 we're never stopping. This podcast is going to be three hours long. Juan Ma, Juan Ma, Juan Ma, Juan Ma, Juan Ma. <laughs> yep, so we have a lot of time for Juanma on this podcast. Juanma, Juanma, Juanma. Yeah. Um, nothing else really happened in that game. We got three points and the, the train marched on. Yeah, yeah, we, we sat and defended very well, apparently. Uh, well, obviously, sorry, we've not even spoken about the main reason why we won that game is Nielsen stopped his stupid, mad experiment. Yeah. Um, stuck Oshaniwa at left wing, uh, mm-hmm. Rossi at left back, Ozturk in the centre half, and went to a sort of 4 4 1 1 again, and it just fucking worked. So, yeah, well done, Robbie, for noticing that it wasn't working and mm-hmm. having good game management. Yeah, having the the ability to change it. I mean, it wasn't just a, a simple case of like running back to to what what we knew. It was you know being able to change the personnel that he had that he had addressing selected. issues that needed yeah. addressed. Yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. Yep. So yeah, well done. Well done. What a guy. Yep. So we we move on to Tynecastle Park. And a midweek fixture against Motherwell. Yes. Now, I'm going to let you take the chair for this one because you were there. I was. What were your overriding impressions of the game? It showed that we have a squad to call upon. Oh. You know, a lot of people are, are sort of getting a wee bit worried that we might be a wee bit thin on the ground uh, when it comes to getting guys in quality and when we've got injuries and stuff like that. Gavin Riley came in for Juan Ma and... Billy King came in for Jamie Walker. Yes. Um, as well as Augustine dropping out, and in came. In came Nicholson back, wasn't it? Yes, aye, and Rossi moved to centre half. Yes, that's right. And um, yeah, Motherwell are one of the most toothless attacking football teams I've ever seen in my life, which helped a lot 
you know, they had the two fast guys down the wing that were completely nullified by Oshinibo and Patterson. Um, it helps that they are both lightning fast as well. But Motherwell offered nothing, which allowed us to play our game a wee bit. You know, we were quite slow coming out of the box, but the game was never really in doubt. As soon as Riley stuck the penalty away, it was kind of yeah procession. I can't remember a real well period of sustained pressure for Motherwell. To be honest with you, I think. The biggest mistake Motherwell made was like finding a three-toed sloth and putting a McDonald's jersey on it and playing it up front. That could be an issue, yeah. I can see why you would say that. Yep. Um, you know, just this sort of like soft, bumbling, uncoordinated sack of fur and... <laughs> not, a <Disgust. laughs> not a lot of time for Scott McDonald then. When he was a when he was a football player, I really liked him. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, he yeah, comically gave away the penalty. That was good. Just amazing. Just just like a whole sort of oh, oh, oh fuck it. <laughs> Pretty much as he cockney. Um, he, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, um, throw in on Motherwell's right hand side, and McDonald took a hilariously heavy touch. Nicholson nicked it off him, and McDonald chased him, but then didn't. Just chose not to fill him until Nicholson got into the box. Because that's the, the prime time to fill a young winger. That's the sort of veteran savvy that you, you get a guy like Scott McDonald back the, for. That's know, the experience. Leadership. The experience that Motherwell were crying out for in that game was giving away a stupid fucking penalty. Um, and yeah, the confidence of uh, Gavin Riley to just take the ball and put it right in the back of the net. Yeah, it's nice to have uh, people who are good at taking penalties because we, we, we missed that a little bit last year. No, we've already missed one this year as well. <laughs> that is uh, very true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Juanma scored a nice penalty and uh, Riley scored a nice penalty as well. How, how was Riley's sort of general play? I was a little bit worried about Riley up before this game. I, I, Why? I haven't been into... Well, obviously, there's like basically no evidence to support the theory. I just had... A slight suspicion that he maybe wasn't up to it yet, that he'd be one for long, long in the future, if ever at all. But uh, I understand he played quite well against Motherwell. Bear in mind he's like 21, 22, so long I'm... in the future would be the end of his career. <laughs> I, I am bearing that in mind. I did caveat it quite heavily. But yeah, like I say, I just didn't see the potential. Um, he is, his work rate is incredible. He That's never, good. ever stops. He doesn't give defenders a second space, but he looks like he also has a decent amount of ability with him as well. Very good in the air, bizarrely, for you know a smaller guy. Mm -hmm. um, he's got the physique and he's got a leap on him. Like he, Just he, one of those guys who knows when to jump. Yeah, he won, he won a header ahead of Lang, who's um, Motherwell's big fucking Shrek guy at the back. Um, got a head knock in the, you know, in the process, but like he's fearless. Runs a lot, but then he's also he's got the savvy to sometimes drop a bit deeper, take a touch, play it out wide, bring midfield into the game. Um, and also, he had a couple of shots as well, which shows that he's got that confidence about him. I think before the penalty, he was maybe trying to grow into the game. When he took it and scored it, he just that seemed to be him. Um, you know, I think Nielsen said afterwards that Riley's better than he even kind of expected as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with him, and he's not going to be a starter. He's not going to start ahead of Sol, he's not going to start ahead of Hanma when they're both fit. But he's a great option coming off the bench. Excellent. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Good. Good. And then Billy King scored as well, because Billy King always just does things. Yeah, uh, he just took a pot shot at the edge of the, the box and it sort of uh, 
skipped across the ground like somebody skimming stones. Yeah, and, uh, and Conor Ripley just didn't know how to deal with that. No, he didn't. <laughs> he decided to punch it into the ground when it was already in the ground and it bounced up into the top corner. Yeah. Shan goalkeeper. Not ideal. No, pish. <laughs> but, you know, goal. And Billy King hopefully now just keeps going from uh, where he left off last season. On you go, Billy. Big fan. Uh, and then and then we travelled all the way up to Dingwall yes. to face uh, Ross County. And uh, the most important thing about this game, before we discuss anything about it, is the incredible pictures we've got of Igor Rossi from this trip, both before and after. <laughs> uh, Juanma taking a selfie on the, on the bus up with Igor Rossi peering in at the side. It's incredible. He, he's smiling. He's obviously happy, but his eyes are completely dead. He's a million, million miles away. It's like he's an empty husk if he's not on the football pitch snapping somebody in half. It's, yeah, it's, it's really unnerving, actually. Yeah. He's dead behind the eyes. I wish I hadn't already mentioned Remember- Ross Tranquilizer on this podcast because <laughs> that's exactly what it is. He looks like he's in a K-hole. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he looks like he's in a, in a, in a constant K-hole until he's on the pitch. Um, yeah, do you remember David Kucharski? Yeah. Same sort of look. Yeah. Completely, you know... Just focused only on one thing. And that's the, Death. Des- the destruction of opposition strikers. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that like that's that's the sort of character you need in a squad. So. I, th- I think I prefer the after picture though when they're all in the change room because he's he's literally he's horizontal. Yeah. But it's the exact same pose as he'd done like on the bus on the way up. I reckon they just sort of like positioned him. Yeah, yeah, like he, he just goes completely stiff when he's not on the pitch. Like they have to carry smile. him around. He's he's got two fingers and a smile, and he's, then they just sort of yeah, there you go, you go. He just becomes a prop. Yeah, they just wind him up. Anything else you want to uh, remark about in that after picture? Anything else that stood out? Large and proud? <laughs> uh, actually, no. My favourite part of that picture is Juwan Oshiniwa. Oh. Because his head's just poking up out of nowhere and I did not notice he was there for a good 15 minutes. I must have looked at that picture about 40 times. And you just see his eye just sort of poking out. It's great. Cool. Yeah. But also Sam Nicholson's deck and balls. Yes. Yeah. Quite. Having discussed the pre-match selfie in the post-match dressing room picture, uh, which kind of makes me feel like I'm on an Arsenal podcast, but never mind. <laughs> uh, like it feels like it's just completely pointless, but we we, we kind of have to talk about the game as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we won that one, so hooray! Um, you know, Alexander shown his worth again with an early couple of good saves yeah. to keep us. Checking it nil-nil. And Juan Oshawa, like, really starting to come into his own. Yeah. Like, really starting to uh, dominate down the down the flank. I think I'm going to enjoy watching him just trundle up and down that, like a powerful locomotive I, made I, of uh, incredible, memeable content. That was a long description, but I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he is going to be sheer entertainment. Like complete entertainment at, at all times when he's on a football pitch. He he is similar to Callum Patterson in that in that sort of yeah. vein because he's definitely capable of a colossal fuck up. That's that's in his locker. But then the second half against Motherwell, for example, he came out and just started Cruyff turning everyone, <laughs> everyone. If you can, like, I'm, I'm, I'm if you sure. can Cruyff turn, 
Why wouldn't you do it all the time? I'm pretty sure the Cruyff turned a ball boy when he was going to get back <laughs> at one stage. Like, to be fair, that ball boy was was asking for it. He was the old dick. Um, but yeah, he's, yeah. And then one other, of my favourite things I was I was other times is, he'd slip on top of the ball, and it's like, oh, this is going to be fucking amazing. Like, I think what, what really encapsulated for me, I was following this game by text whilst at work. And, you know, like, at the end of this game, which we won 2-1, and we're, we're sort of desperately hanging on under a, a, a Ross County onslaught, or we're trying to sort of professionally see out the game, play the percentages, we get, like, a free kick about 35 yards from goal, so G1 has a pop. <laughs> just because just God, lol. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, I'm sure Robbie's sort of going... Play the short pass, take it to the corners. Yeah. We don't need another goal, let's just manage this. And Juwan's like, ah! <laughs> Pretty much, aye. Uh, yeah, God was hovering above Dingwall that went to put on the kettle when that was happening. Like, um, yeah, just great fun. So, yeah, might lose us a game, but hopefully he'll win us several just as well. Entertaining. What an incredible shape he is as well. He's like a yeah. triangle. Big wedge. Big yeah. wedge of a man. Yeah, yep, athlete. Yeah, yeah, but you don't. We don't see many of them at Tynecastle, so it's great when when one turns up. <laughs> Absolutely, filling out that shirt. Oh, aye, yeah, great uh, hair too. Good man. Yeah. Uh, who scored goals in this? Uh, the first goal was scored by Osmensel. It was. Oh God, and what an Osmensel goal as well. It was. He, he picked up on the halfway line, and then um, don't call me Ricky Richard Foster couldn't get fucking anywhere near him because he flicked it past him and then just bolted down the wing. And then after the sheer pace, a bit yeah. of uh, finesse and a bit of loveliness uh, to bring him inside two defenders. And then he just thought, ah, I'm bored of this running shit. <laughs> so I'm just going to crack this one in off the post. See you guys later. And Osmond So, good night. <laughs> he, he, he absolutely did all of those things. He's, what a machine, what a phenomenal guy. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's beautiful. Like I, I, For the amount of praise that we've been heaping on Juanma and all of it, fucking deserved. Yeah. Like, there's a there's a great chance that Osman So is actually still our best striker. There's a great chance that we have the best forward line in the league. That's I think a there's very a very good chance. Very, very good argument to be put forward there. But what is nice is that, you know, like if we did, like, knock on wood, were to lose Osman So for a lengthy period of injury, like we wouldn't be scrambling around for a striker. We wouldn't be, you know, desperate because Juanma could easily yeah. Sneak in and fill that void, but put the two of them together and you've got gold pie. <laughs> you do, and it tastes meaty. Bloody good. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, like the, the only real uh, rivals uh, in terms of st- other striking options in the league are uh, Chifchi and Griffiths. Chifchi, who's still suspended and hasn't been able to play any league games for Celtic yet. Yeah. Uh, so Stokes. <laughs> Is he still there? I assume so. Is he? I honestly don't know, but... Uh, yeah, here's a fun fact. Anthony Stokes is only 26. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's been playing football for 70 years. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's weird, because he's only 26 years old, but he's been a bigot for 30. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, great. Great news. Yep. Um... um but yeah, it's Jamie Walker, Sam Nicholson, Juanma Delgado, Osmond So, Gavin Riley, Billy King, Gary Gats- Oliver, Gary Oliver, Sufjan Al Yeah, yeah. No, he he counts. He counts. Yeah. Fit. yeah, 
When? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's sure. never been fit in heart, so... Nope. Nope. Uh, but yeah, we've got a very, very attacking forward line. We've got all that, and Aberdeen have got the shambling corpse of David Goodwillie. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, actually, Hemmings and Loy, that's, that's a hell of a partnership. Hemmings, Loy and Stewart, with Gary Harkins in mind, isn't bad at all. Yeah. But I would still take Soul Van Mack. But I, I am a Hearts fan, so... Yeah. <laughs> bias is to be expected, I think. What else is out there? Uh, what else is out there in scoring goals? Uh, Who the fuck plays for Inverness anymore? Oh, and they're constantly shifting double barreled d- double barreled African guy up front with other players around him probably <laughs> there's your insight <laughs> yeah oh no they've got a guy called Danny Lopez who scored mm. against Celtic at the weekend so he's, a, right. he's yeah. a thing um, and then there's other teams in the league as well who have players <laughs> <laughs> Kelly have uh, Josh McGuinness and Chris Boyd <laughs> and Michael Ngu is he still there? Yeah, yeah, he got a two-year contract. He's just injured. What a fucking guy. And Dale Carrick. Yeah, that's true. Basically, this whole segment um, is just to make you realise how lucky we are <laughs> to have the strikers and the attack-minded players that we have. Yes. What other attack-minded players scored against Ross County after Osman Sol scored? Uh, Ali Mostert. <laughs> that's right. What yes. an attack-minded player he is. Yeah, um, oh, that's right. We, we got quite a, 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 an interesting uh, corner routine because yeah. uh, our, our chief header of the ball was not in the box heading the ball. Exactly. He was at the, the back stick volleying the ball. Um, What's his name? Callum Patterson. Where was he? At the back stick. What was he doing? Volleying the ball. What was Ali Mostert doing? On the line. Getting in the way. Getting in the fucking way. In a positive way. Um... Yeah, it was, you know, the, the players and Nielsen came out afterwards and said it's something they'd been working on, um, basically just having Callum Patterson ghost in at the back post, but I don't think he expected to be quite that unchallenged. He, he was so unchallenged. It was, it was Kane Hemmings against Hearts unchallenged, like, yeah. it was, that's how free he was. I, I don't know if the ball was maybe going in anyway, um, but Aline wasn't fucking about, um, he just sort of flicked a foot out at it and... Deflected it in line. It makes you wonder about Ross County's organisations. You you would have thought, like if they're man marking the in the box, like somebody will know, right? Right, Callum Patterson's my guy. I'm marking him because he's a really good header of the ball. Oh, he's not in the box. Oh, I guess he just doesn't fancy this corner. He's taken it off. I get a wee holiday. Ha ha, lol. Yeah. You know, then... like I mean, I, I I I appreciate that it was quite a nicely sort of diagrammed set piece, but you would have thought the guy who's meant to be marking Callum Patterson would have thought. Mm, probably. Something's a foot. Yeah, probably. Like, I don't know, you'd have to ask Ross County, really, wouldn't you? Oh, they're too far away. Let's not bother. Yep. Um, okay, uh, we conceded a goal, though. Yeah, soft as shit penalty. Really soft. Igor Rossi slam dunking a guy into the turf, apparently. Um, I'm sure that made him happy, though, so uh, I'm, I'm quite glad it, it happened. Yeah, he saw that glint in his eye. It sort of <laughs> woke up when he got that booking. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking, yeah, fuck, I'm back. Um, Did yeah. Ross County's manager say that it could have been a red? Yeah, but Jim McIntyre clearly takes glue. <laughs> just takes it. Yeah, doesn't... Inhales it. Doesn't inhale it, just takes it. No, I'm not... Yeah, hoards no. it, he just hoards glue. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a big cupboard full of PVA. <laughs> Yeah, and that apparently that just makes him think that red cards happen or should happen more often. Well, it didn't. No, it didn't, and rightly fucking so. It was never a red card. Yeah. So Ross County scored. Yeah, Liam Boyce. 
Thanks. Welcome. Well, so they scored a goal and really nothing much else happened because Hearts just managed the shit out of the game. <laughs> Gavin Riley missed a fucking sitter, to be fair. Uh, did he? Yeah. What were the circumstances? Jamie, I was about to say Jamie Oliver there, fucking <laughs> no idea why. Jamie Walker uh, got the ball on the right hand side, got dispossessed, and then did that thing where he is faster than his opponent. Got past him, uh, stuck it in the box. It kind of deflected on the way through to Riley at the back post, mm-hmm. and he volleyed it um, from roughly two yards out uh, with an open goal in front of him over the bar. That was a bad miss because that really would have just sealed it. That was in like the eighty sixth minute or something like that, and then. After that, Ross County had a bunch of efforts going forward. Michael Gardine close to connecting with a header at the back post. Um, sure, they had a free kick that came close as well. So and it was basically just basically just backs to the wall stuff. And all because Gavin Riley missed a sitter. Well, that's his heart's career over. I hope we never see him again. Absolutely. Bend. Bye. Cool. So we march on. Four wins out of four, sitting proudly atop of the Scottish Premier League. Two points clear of Celtic. Yep. And uh, also clear of Aberdeen, who've played a game less, but, you know, okay. <laughs> uh, but, you know, looking very good. And, you know, I'm sort of, like, casting an eye down our future fixtures, just trying to see where we'll drop points again. Uh, we've got... <laughs> we're at Haunted Partick, which is three points. Sure. Away to Hamilton Ackies, three points. Sure. Away to Inverness. I mean, it'll be tough, but three points. Sure. Uh, Haunted Aberdeen. Six points. Six pointers are a real thing, yeah? Yep, yeah, and six points. we get given six points. Yep. Away to Celtic, piece of piss. Six pointer again, that could see us 12 points better off in the space of two weeks. Yep, and uh, then we're at home to Kilmarnock, that's when. Oh, God, that. Yeah. That's a banana skin. It really is. Gary Locks. Um, He's going to outthink us, outwork us. The Gary Lock juggernaut. <laughs> outfat us. Yeah. Uh, so yeah good times to be a Hearts fan isn't it just it has been for quite a while now yeah, nice. let's, let's be honest yeah uh, cool so who are we going to sign about well you know there, there, there are candidates I mean, uh, a few been... candidates I mean if we had done one directly after the Dundee game it would have been hard to see past Juanma again yep because he obviously got it for the St Johnston game Julian Orsonibo has come in he's entertained he's, he's you know he's coming at left back he's shown that we can have that very strong, very fast attacking fullback uh, once again after McCarty faltered a wee bit. There's guys like Jamie Walker who again has started the season running. There's guys like Morgaro Gomez and Prince Wabin again since the second half mm-hmm. from uh, Dundee. Apparently they were absolutely superb in that half. But Gavin Riley impressing on his uh, full debut. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah we've, we've, we've had Neil Alexander bouncing back after yeah. his, uh, his St Johnston debacle but none of them have a face as good as Igor Rossi Branco. So none of them have a face as good. So it's songs for Igor Rossi Branco it is. Yes. So this man, this legend, this face. Pay pay tribute to him and make <laughs> make it make it worth the while. Absolutely. <laughs> He's also he has played well. You know. It's oh, not, he has. It's not just yeah. for the face. Well, the face is a major part of it, but. Yeah, uh, I mean he's uh, he's he's very strong. He's very solid. Um, he's not particularly adventurous when he plays at left back, but it's not really his position. Yeah, distribution is uh, not the best, but I don't think he's there to be a guy who plays mad passes. He's there to be no nonsense. Uh, but when that distribution works, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, very much like Danny Wilson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More often than not, doesn't work, but when it does, looks like a baller. Yeah. Came here from Maritimo, now he's gonna leather you. Got to charge and kick a winger up his hoop. 
Frozen grin and eyeballs staring into your soul. Do do do, Igor Rossi Branco. <laughs> yes, that's yep. So much better than mine. <laughs> Great. Well, now I'm really excited to hear you. <coughs> do you remember Puddle of Mud? Oh God, I really, really don't want you to continue. <laughs> <laughs> Tough shit. <laughs> Saw this guy, thought he was grand. Sign him up, check him out first hand Left back for a week or two He can play center back too <laughs> Partnership with Ali Mosturk Never thought he'd be the one who'd slip Then I started to realize He's fully dead behind the <laughs> eyes. He's Igor Rossi. Yep, he's Igor Rossi. Yep. <laughs> la 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 la. He tries real hard oh, and he'll more. leave your striker with a head knock. Then take a selfie. I'm absolutely not applauding that. No, you, you really shouldn't. I mean, not, not just because it was Puddle of Mud, who are literally one of the worst bands I've ever heard in my life. Absolutely but are, yeah. That, that, was a, that was a fairly dismal effort, Rob. It really was. Well, that's the podcast over then. Steve Crawford. Steve Crawford. Oscar's arriving at the same pot.